Sometimes Twilight is true to life, is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Opens, colon, deer gets a hug. <laughs> if I didn't eat cheese like every day, would you still wanna get with me? It's very big brained of Robert Pattinson to play him as a weird fucking yeah, dude. La push baby. That was another good one. La push baby. La push baby. La push baby. <laughs> oh, and her, Bella's dad is hot. Now I'm done. Oh, he's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah weird. Weird. everyone can agree. Hi, I'm Morgan. And I'm Elle. And this is The, the Vampire. Mm. I was going to say The Twilight Journals. <laughs> Edward Cullen's Journals. Oh my God. Do we have vampire journals? Yeah. No, house. wait. Let's do vampire journals or what do you want to do? I don't know. Vampire Journals is the name of the podcast. It is. But yeah. I don't know. That would be kind of crazy for you to say. No, but it. Sorry. Wait. It is a vampire journal. It is a vampire journal. So this is the vampire journals. journals. Holidays. Holiday vampire journal. <laughs> like butter. Yeah. Welcome to our Christmas special where we watch something seasonal. Um, yeah, very seasonal. Not. Having to do with the Vampire Diaries at all, mm -hmm. um, we did go uh, vampire route this time. Last year we did a Nita Dobrev movie, mm -hmm. holiday movie. Yeah, and in my research for this year, I found that a number of other actors from. Hold on, is my can people is my mic on? Can people hear me? You got to be that close. Okay. I did do a bunch of research and found out that a bunch of people from the Vampire Diaries were also in Hallmark movies. Jenna has been in no less than four. Jeremy has wow. been in one. A bunch of other people have been. A Cat Graham has been in several. A lot. But after going through our options and like uh, praying on it, thinking, meditating, mm -hmm. we decided that the best thing we could do for us and our audience was to watch Twilight. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think I th I think that the members of our audience that are most <laughs> benefiting from this is um me and Elle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bit of a selfish pick, but I'm I'm this full is of serotonin. This I'm is full of serotonin. I like I know the cultural backlash to Twilight having lived through it, and yeah. I agree with essentially all of Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with essentially every critique of Twilight. Yes. And yet it still brings me so much joy. I'm truly trying to think of like, what would be a good corollary <laughs> for mm -hmm. this? For like, like, okay, so you and Bridget and Morgan, you guys were both born like in 88, right? Yes. So, oh, I didn't know we're the same age. <laughs> what? Mm -hmm. How? Okay, I, no, I'll I thought on. Bridget was like, either you're older or you're younger than me. Mm. No. It was one of the two. Wow, and it was neither. I mean, yeah, I guess based was, on how birthdays wow. work, at, <laughs> at some point she is, she, at least for a little bit, yeah, not your age. Okay, so, but when when Ella and I were in middle school mm. was the height of Twi mania. Yeah. Uh -huh. Of Twi hard. Yeah. And it's one of those things where like- Trying. <laughs> trying to make twilight a thing and succeeding and bridget and i were probably either graduating high school mm. or in college what were you doing in 2008 oh i was in I college was okay firmly in college yeah deep deep in college so mm. when you guys were in middle school was there a property that was so widely reviled mm. and specifically because you read it 
like, like your your demographic. When we were in middle school, I feel like it was Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. So like not it wasn't yeah. the same like that was beloved. Yeah, right, yeah. Exactly. it was it wasn't universally So you didn't have like all of America saying you reading this is ruining this country. Yeah, <laughs> this is vapid trash and for liking those stupid. Like, those jelly bracelets. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so Twilight is yeah. our jelly bracelets. Or maybe like boy bands. Oh, maybe boy bands. Oh, yes. That's a perfect analog. Yes. Oh, yes. Of course, we should have just gone towards like, <laughs> what yeah. do girls like and are hated for? Yes. Mm. In middle school, you were either a Backstreet Boys fan or an InSync fan, mm. and you couldn't be both. <laughs> it was split down the middle, 50-50 with like... Civil War. Well, actually, mm. there was like a 5% sliver of that pie that was... 98 degrees. 98 degrees. Mm. Yeah. Nobody liked them. Aww. Not true. Those were the weird ones. <laughs> Guess which band I was for? Oh, I Lincoln think that you Park. were a Backstreet Boys <laughs> before Lincoln Park. So I was I'm a not Backstreet Boys. To say yes. New metal. <laughs> <laughs> you were New Metal and Backstreet Boys, who I picked because of the two. They're the more New Metal friendly. Yes, uh, they were my <laughs> gateway drug into Lincoln Park. Mm. Oh, I love that. Yeah, what? Because they yeah. had more like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was like probably like 14. I, so I was like firmly a Backstreet Boys girl, but everyone still listened to Bye Bye Bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But Top of the charts. I, when iconic. like InSync had an album come out and it was the first like album that came out when I was old enough to be like, I have an opinion about this and that's <laughs> actually good of me. And I have this like really vivid memory, memory of trying to convince my dad that the lyrics – to this album were actually like a little bit deeper than he was giving them credit for. Aww. And it was because there's a line in one I'm of so the ready. songs. I'm so ready. Oh man. I'm so ready. The line is, if I didn't eat cheese like every day, would you still want to get with me? <laughs> what? Do you mean get with me? <laughs> Yes, I do. <laughs> Obviously, they're talking about like the trials and tribulations of trying to date when you're famous. Like, I think this is like a poignant, oh, a poignant look into their rich inner life. And my dad was like, "Please leave." <laughs> it really sounds like I eat cheese every day, so I'm always farting. Would you <laughs> date me if I stopped? See, what you got to do is what me and Jeannie did, which is just get another one that farts from cheese, <laughs> and then you kiss. Talking about me or Wednesday? No, no. I mean, that's how me and Jeannie fell in love is that we both fart a lot. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I thought you were like, we need a third party to, to blame the cheese person. And I was like, I don't know if you mean me or the dog. Those were both like smooth additions. <laughs> Listen, we all fart a lot. Mm. To the smellosphere. So in our kitchen studio, there's me, Elle, and our guest expert, Hannah Chiapanos. We have our guest expert, Bridget Woodbury, um, coming in online through my laptop, not feeling so well. At the scene of the crime. Doing doing some some quarantining, being safe. From vampires. I was fine this morning when we started talking. I was like, I'm not sick. I don't know why you guys are being so weird. And then like through the course of the day, I've been like, oh, no, I, okay. Mm. What do you mean? I don't know why you guys are being so weird. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, not about me not coming, but I was, but Morgan kept being like, if you're not up to it, don't come. And I was like, I'm not sick. It's just Hannah. Yeah. yeah which is, I feel like that's the thing that we've all said to one of this group at some point. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. Cause we all tend to be like, yeah, my arms are falling off, but like, I feel fine. <laughs> I can, yeah, I can do the podcast. You need to die for yeah. the podcast. You don't <laughs> need arms to talk. True. Yeah. True that. So I, I want to go around. <laughs> the table slash laptop. And I want to talk about our personal relationship <laughs> to Twilight mm-hmm. as the movie, as a novel. Mm. How did you get to know Twilight? Um, I know for some people watching with us, um, my partner Shane, for example, mm. was their first time. First time. First time watching questions it. like, how are they going to play baseball? <laughs> And like, yeah, why do they need a thunderstorm? I don't get does it. Does it color spider, spider monkey all the time? I do think not understanding uh, how they're going to play baseball is more of an Irish thing than. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as they said in the movie, it is the great American pastime. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I can understand the cultural Foreigners disconnect. Keep out. My partner doesn't know sports. <laughs> so um, can I go last? You want to go last? Yeah. I would, okay. I can go first. Yeah. My history with Twilight is that in middle <laughs> school, I think I got the boxed set of at least the first three books as a Christmas gift because my yeah. mom was like, this kid is spooky. Absolutely. These same. are hot with the teens. <laughs> I'm going to get them. But at the time, I was like, no, I'm different. So I didn't read them on purpose because yes. they were popular. Yeah. And then like a year later, I like, caved and I read the first one and I blinked and I had read like all of them in one sitting um they were very inhalable for sure I definitely saw most if not all of the movies in theaters some semi-ironically because by the times the last few went came out I was like an older teen um I definitely remember but you smoked a cigarette leaving my junior prom to go watch new moon in theaters with a friend oh you fucking dweeb we snuck out of junior prom because we weren't allowed to leave but we were like we're not having fun at junior prom let's go watch new moon that's so cute (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so I was kind of I was there for the twilight backlash but then I also consumed all of it and enjoyed it um and (laughs) my fiance is the one of the most genuine Twilight stands. And that's why I've ever proposed. Met. That's yeah. why you proposed to him. <laughs> that's why I proposed by carrying her up a mountain on my back. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard her genuinely make so many opinions about Twilight. Mm. I I tried to get her on this episode mm. of the podcast. Didn't pan out. Yeah. Um, she's but one so day. <laughs> maybe she's so mysterious. Maybe for the second movie. Mm. <gasps> uh, which I have not seen. Wait, you guys oh. are you're Okay. See, that was like a question mark for me, whether or not you'd be interested. We have so many Christmas specials to go through. There's <laughs> yeah, eight true. seasons of The Vampire. Yeah, Tigers. heartbreaking that we might have to wait another year to watch New oh, Moon, yeah. but I'll I wait. put that together. That's crushing. <laughs> we are going to have to wait 365 days till Bella. Where the hell have you been, Loka? Loka? <laughs> oh my God. I feel like if you guys are going to make me watch all of these, I'd like to get it over with faster than that. That's fair. That's great news. Because I'll be filled with a sense of dread for the next 12 months. I do think it's important to note that this movie is different. Like, Mm. this was, they did not know how much money it was going to make. Yeah. Yeah. And so they were able to go in an artsier direction. Mm. Yeah, they definitely didn't put a lot of money in it. They put, I looked it up, it was a $37 million budget. And it made 
407 million dollars in the box office not chump change (laughs) that's like more than 10 times yeah and i just looked it up and like i was trying to think like what's a similar cultural phenomenon of like kids books that got so popular my first thought was hunger games oh that's and those movies came out four years after twilight yes Yes. which i think explains why this one had comparatively like 40 million dollars is obviously a lot of money but for the amount of popular Twilight was, yeah. it's kind of a low number, yeah, I think, no, to be they budgeted. Had, they had set a blueprint at that mm. point that then they are now still yeah. working to replicate. Like, yeah. I feel like there's like a clear downtrend of like mm. Twilight, Hunger Games, Divergent. Yeah, like, I think I think it peaked. I think Twilight really lit the match. Hunger oh, yeah. Games was the peak and it's been downhill, desperate attempts to recapture the magic yeah. since. I think yeah. Hunger Games didn't receive... The kind of backlash Twilight mm, did, though. No, because it yeah. had substance. It, yeah, <laughs> it was. <laughs> <for> good books. <laughs> the books, at least, not sure so much about the movies. I think I, I heard, like, the movies kind of. They're fun. They, they miss fall off stuff. towards the end. I think the first um, one is the well, best one. I, yeah. In terms of, like, like, you know, the theme of, like, mm. talking about, like, eat the rich, basically. Yeah, you well, because yeah. they mm-hmm. turn books that, like, weren't, like, the perfect, like, leftist message, but did have a general theme of, like, we turn people's suffering into entertainment and then yeah. they did turn it into enter like mass market. Yeah, it was a the franchise. Thing, <laughs> the thing it was talking about yeah. became the, it, the, the so. Hunger Games did have something mm. to say. Yeah. And what Twilight yeah. has to say <laughs> and has to share with the world don't is, have sex before marriage. Don't don't have sex. <laughs> okay. And then also it's good when he like looks like he's about to eat ya. cream his jorts every <laughs> time ya. he's near you. Excuse me, his khakis. His khakis. His khakis. khakis. Bridget, what... Have you reminded me... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask you what your past with Twilight is. Oh, God. Um, I never consumed any of it. Ooh, interesting. I had a little sister that read the books, and I was very much the older sister being like, why are you reading this baby shit? Really, Mm. like, Um, stepping into shoes that were made for you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I, I, like... When you guys talk about your experience with um, Twilight, it's very analogous to my experience with Hunger Games. Mm. Interesting. Where, like, I literally just sat down and read all three of them in a weekend. Like, yeah, I did the know, same thing. Whatever. I, I engaged with many books that I, way. I actually read all of the <laughs> yeah. Hunger Games, not books, during Hurricane Sandy in New Jersey when the power was out. <laughs> oh. I read them swaddled in duvets by candlelight what a dramatic <laughs> setting that's wow. that must have really added it, like it, it really rolled i was like eating beans out of a can we had no amenities oh wow that's so incredible yeah. you're like i too am on the lamb <laughs> literally oh it was like full laura ingles wilder exactly <laughs> for like i think you know two or three laura weeks ingles wilder had cans of beans, <laughs> of beans famously so my experience with twilight Similar with summer eye. Similar with to Bridget. Um, Mm -hmm. people had been reading it for a while, and Mm -hmm. I'm just like, why Mm -hmm. are you reading that baby shit? Right. Um (laughs) and this might sound kind of pretentious Mm. of me, but I had started reading uh Homer's Odyssey. (laughs) Okay. Hear me out. It's not pretentious. Classic lit is good. No, no. I'm I mean, it gets nightmare flashbacks <laughs> to me in fourth grade trying to talk about Watership that's, Down to other kids. That's not pretentious that you read the Odyssey, but you are pretentious, and I really You're want pretentious to just bringing it up. Well, <laughs> it, it matters to the story, so mm-hmm. I'm, so I'm like, 
I doubt it. I'm a good chunk in. I'm like quarter the way in, right? Okay, okay. And then my mom approaches me and was like, you know, me and your aunt and some other women were were starting a little book club ourselves. Blah, this blah, blah. book was so made for Katie <laughs> and my aunt um, <laughs> specifically. So like. I was like, oh, cool. Well, I just started the Odyssey. Mm. You want, let's read the Odyssey. Like, I don't mind incredible, starting over. Incredible, incredible, incredible. I love that as a child, you were like, let me dictate how this adult book well, I mean, <laughs> this, this I was like, like, unironically, I love that. Yeah. This, this is was still really... like first or second year of college. Oh, nice. So I was picturing like, I was picturing like six year old Morgan. <laughs> yeah. That makes no sense. Uh, you have no idea how time works. Keep going. I'm in my 30s. Anyway, uh, so my mom's You're like, six well, years old. we were thinking more like Twilight. Nice. And I, my whole world came crashing down. Uh, yeah, because you and were I, in your first couple years of college, so you were being so cool. And I was like, of course. And I was like, well, I do want to try this book club thing because mm. I have never been invited into a book club before. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm like, a big I was a big book nerd and sure. and I was like, well, I mean, even though it's my mom and my aunt, a book club's a book club. For sure. Right? <laughs> so I actually it like an episode of Arthur. It sounds like honestly, if you switched this out for like um never got asked to join a band. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so even though it's my mom and my aunt. Yeah. Like, we yeah. do want to jam out on some Twilight. <laughs> you wanna do Jimmy Buffett covers? <laughs> And I, <laughs> the uncle's twilight. <laughs> I do have some positive things to say about the book mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that I, I started reading it and the first half of the book, like it got me at least where I'm just like, okay, it's not too bad if it's just a romance. For sure. It's just like mm. normal high school romance thing. Mm. Suddenly, okay, vampire, <laughs> yeah. right? Like a lot of things, like there's no pacing. Yes. In the book. So I think that, that is like <sighs> true. I wasn't surprised mm. by that. Uh, because I knew Silly Vampire, those books so, for kids. Yeah. Mm. Um, what I didn't like was like the antagonist was brought in like really late stage. And I was yeah. like, where is the structure? Yeah, and I think they like in the movie try to fix that by showing like, oh, somebody's killing people in forks the whole way through, but then you don't see his face for like yeah, most of the way through enough. the movie. Yeah. It really goes zero to a hundred <laughs> so fast. Like yeah. and then also like as soon as like one of the villains is introduced mm. to our protagonists um and and one of the guys is worse than the others and then the the main guy is so nerfed because he's immediately like hey cullens i just want to like give you guys a heads up like uh, i like him, i'm not though. friends with this no yeah, i like <laughs> him as a person but it mm. makes like it makes the whole endeavor so much yeah. less scary that one of them was like hey man i don't believe in this yeah. <laughs> what this one extremist is doing a line in the book my best friend yeah, a line in the movie friend. that accidentally ratcheted the stakes down to like two percent for me <laughs> was at some point the cullens are like well there's nine of us and two of them and it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> there are nine of you and two of them. Hold on. Why are we worried? <laughs> so cut to the book club. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I am ready to like give some proper critique, right? Yeah. I got to, you know, I'm like mm. going to dig in. My aunt full on just like totally goo goo gaga, <laughs> like a middle schooler. And mm. just like you like that Homer Simpson meme where the grandpa walks in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sees Bart in the burlesque club and just walks right out, <laughs> puts his hat back on. I never knew the context of that gift. Sorry, really? oh, yeah, yeah. I, I love learning. 
Anyway, <laughs> Hannah. I, oh my God. I, the, the idea, there was a, there was a big Twy Mom movement. Mm. We can get into this later, but like the, the Twy Mommies, the themes of this book and the tent poles of this relationship um, are so deeply troubling to know mm-hmm. how viscerally it was, the relationship was felt by so many. And that part of it feels analogous to me to Fifty Shades of Grey. Which was Ooh, yeah. Twilight fan, fan fiction. fiction. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. But like the moms, the moms being like, Yeah, okay, it's fine for us to have this outlet and then having it be the least healthy outlet I've ever seen. Like <laughs> Yeah, and then somebody kind of capitalizing on the Twilight moms by being like, Okay, well let me like adult up this exact dynamic but like <laughs> but what if they had sex? Yeah, what if they were boning the whole time? <laughs> what through? if they were boning the whole time and it was like um okay so my relationship with twilight Mm -hmm. quite similar to l uh i were you the year behind me what year did you graduate high school i graduated 2014 i think i graduated at 2013 so i i very much remember i got the box set for christmas one year i don't remember having heard much about it before then like Mm. I was a big, big, big reader, obviously. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> and everyone knew it. <laughs> and I was just constantly inhaling books, mm. especially of this ilk. And mm-hmm. uh, so I got this box set and I was like, oh, cool. Like, nice. Thanks, grandparents, probably. And I remember someone else there was like, oh, yeah, I read those. And I was like, oh, crazy. I've never heard of them. Mm. Um, cut to... <laughs> like months later and I am like actively like watching and like being in a conversation where two girls are arguing over who read the book more times. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like it, I cannot possibly overstate how overwhelmed Mm. the tween girl population was. Yeah. It's a real, you had to be there. Like, I like I understand the appeal. Mm. Like it's not it's not a terrible property. Yeah. There's yeah. some po- there's a plenty yeah. of positives where I can see like why someone would mm. really like it. I think plenty oh of positives. <laughs> well, I think where the backlash came from was Bridget, your big sister's jumping out. Hmm. How I, I, like fervent him. that mm. Twilight fever was, yeah, and, and how fervent it was among adults mm. and not just yeah yeah teen yeah. girls like you know i was looking at you know my 45 yeah. something year old aunt going it, it's okay yeah <laughs> you know? uh-huh. like okay, you know. yeah yeah i think much okay so there's this thing in uh i love uh, i love the podcast you're wrong about mm-hmm. sarah marshall one time said in it something that has really stuck with me which is that moral panics always reveal something Mm. like truer than what the moral panic is about. Interesting. Um, Mm. And I think that there, one could argue that it was somewhat of a moral panic in response to Twilight. Yeah. And it was about how it's not good. Mm. Like, and about how it was like going to make every teenage girl think that having a stalker was romantic. And like, Mm. it's dumbing down the nation by doing like junk food. Yeah. 
to yeah. people's brands, right? Mm. Except everyone, everyone, every generation loved junk food books. Yeah. yeah. And like, are a thing. <laughs> I remember like, remember the meme that was just like any like stupid reaction between two people. Someone would be like, still a better love story than Twilight. Yeah. Oh, all the time. <laughs> um, oh. And, and I think that the mm. real like truth of like what maybe there was mm. meat to panic about, there was meat on them bones. Yeah. Um, is what well, like what is romanticized mm. um, yeah like, and I do think like the the value it's knowing Stephanie Meyer is a Mormon and like I think it's mm-hmm. very clear to see the values of someone who is from a more conservative religious background oh, it's definitely yeah. easy to read and like there's a very much like a dramatization of the idea of like boys are sex monsters who want to kill you yes. like yeah i was thinking that so much but you the, can fix them but you can fix them in the in yeah. the scene where he's talking to her in the woods for the first time like what am i saying say it out loud um say it say it so classic so oh classic. he becomes batman later he does oh, yeah, yeah. Says, sure. full circle um he he is saying like I want to eat you. I want to drink your blood. You should not trust me. And she's like, but I do. And it like pans up to the leaves of the trees. And it's like this, like definitely shot as this sweet, Mm. beautiful moment. And the, the thing that really stood out to me was that it seemed so much like when you are a teen girl, especially one that is raised in a super conservative environment, Mm. you are constantly warned about the dangers mm. of men yeah but then as you are it's becoming, that whole like you must not cause your brother to stumble thing oh god yeah yeah um and but you're also a teen girl and you're becoming attracted yeah, yeah. and yeah. so of course it's going to turn it into mm. you're not allowed to talk about this so it's going to turn it into a weird kink mm. that like mm-hmm. oh i'm very afraid of you but i'm also so attracted to you and yeah. this is such a like accurate truthful to her metaphor yeah. for this to like play out yeah it, it turns it into a kind of like toxic thrill seeking mm. where you're you're seeking this danger because you're becoming attracted to it and it's yeah. what you are like taught that men should be but like you know when you have like a kink or fetish but like no. you don't actually <laughs> want to do it oh yeah absolutely. yeah it's you know fantasies Fan- don't necessarily yeah. rea- like reflect yeah. what you I literally feel like happen a lot of those are fantasies but if you don't explain to someone mm. the difference yeah they're gonna mm-hmm. grow up seeking that and might find themselves in a bad situation or I just in a terrible relationship the thing that is so genuinely scary about twilight and that i think people were able to recognize but maybe weren't able to articulate was how it was saying all these, the book was essentially saying all these things out loud, but it was so unself-aware about <laughs> that being an issue because it all, it still very, was very much steeped in this idea of like mm. true love and when you know, you know, mm-hmm. and if you just tough it out and love finds a way and all of these things that can really keep someone in a bad relationship or keep someone in a situation where they are not, able to reach a point where they could reflect beyond (laughs) well and the fact that like in her in particular in her voiceover narration it's so like there is only one thing I or there it was like there are two things I know for certain Mm. that he's a vampire and that I 
that he's the love of my life or I'm whatever. I'm irrevocably in love, love with, with him. him. You don't know about gravity, that was, Bella? That was, the, <laughs> that was the blurb on the back of the book. I remember that, yeah. that quote. That's it was nice. very much the it's arc just, words. It's, it's just so like having it be in the narration is such a like little trick to get like the teen watching the movie to be like, well, then it must be true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're no never going to read a book where the teen girl says, I'm in love with him and it's not true love. Like that is <laughs> to her. But no, like in or, the book, like mm, it's never going to not end up being. Yeah. I did right. read a supernatural love story book that was kind of like that, actually. Okay. I am interested. Uh, I think it was called Blood and Chocolate. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And it was about werewolves. Okay. Yeah. And from the from the werewolf's perspective where like the the girl, her mom was like trying to set her up with like one of the other like males mm. in the pack when she like is rebelling and she's like, like she basically meets a human boy, mm. falls in love. <laughs> but when he like sees her for what she really is, he rejects her mm. and realizes like, oh, I love the wolf man all along. Huh. huh. It was weird. Yeah. Interesting. That, I don't know if that's quite the opposite of what I was saying. <laughs> but it's definitely exploring the theme. Exploring the theme of like, you know, supernatural loving a human. Mm. But it wasn't true. But yeah. it, it was like proposed as true for a while. Mm. Yeah. Like it, like it felt like a twilight for a while. And then it just like really There's turned There's a twist of like, oh, okay. And it was else. like, oh, Oops, shit. Yikes. This yeah. is backpedal, backpedal. Harsh rejection. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say like, it is definitely an issue of like the first person narration being unreliable versus mm. like are people aware of that if they're like younger and getting into books versus like, is that what the author intended or is it being told with kind of a skewed perspective that is not acknowledged? I will say skewed take before um, when I was a teenager and probably up to my early twenties and in the first few months of my relationship with Nat, um, I was like, Oh, I am like deranged in love. I'm obsessed with you. I do think that that is what it feels like to be <laughs> yeah, yeah. falling for someone. So I don't think it's unrealistic that she deranged was deranged is the right word. I yeah. don't, I, I'm never going to say that it's like bad to mm. explore the feeling of being deranged in love. And yeah, it's just the, there's so many other things connected mm. to the book that it kind of got made bigger than what it intended to say. Like, I don't think it ever. Another thing that like kind of makes me um, go. Yeah, when <laughs> I think about the Mormon stuff is that. Say like, that again. She, <laughs> she's so hands are holding an apple on the cover. That is the Twilight cover. Absolutely mm. iconic. And it's very much to do with the fact that like much like Adam and Eve, Eve was tempting Adam. Mm. And in the book, Bella is constantly like, Edward, please do all these things that you don't want to do. But then also he's <laughs> tempting her and he's like connected to this dundress world. Mm -hmm. And anyway, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I <laughs> what is the biblical significance of when the apple falls and it bounces <laughs> off Edward's shoes and he catches <laughs> and he it? it and they're in a school he cafeteria? A kick up. This, I know that we're talking more about like thematic stuff, but <laughs> I do want to stop because I feel like we're covering such trodden ground. No, but it is yeah. like, it is. Well, it's also ground we've trod in our regular podcasts. Like, <laughs> yeah, fair. This comes up mm. all the time when we're like, wow, okay, it's a problem that all these girls think Damon is hot. Like, yeah. because he's behaving <laughs> like a sociopath. 
Yeah, it's giving yeah, me yeah. just a sound deja vu to be like, wow, this is a problematic thing for teens to learn. Yeah, yeah. maybe retreading oft trod vampiric ground for is sure. This podcast's whole thing. Yeah, I think that like <laughs> a thing I keep coming back to again and again with like any most vampire romances and like quite a lot of like I don't like there's a lot of K dramas. I swear this is going to be cohesive in a second. But like it's like I'm a poor working class girl, but I gotta live with all these rich people and yeah. wear all these beautiful clothes. I think that there is, I think particularly young women are raised to um, think that like wanting things openly is just like a gross, vain, <laughs> sinful, whatever. Yeah. But obviously, you're still gonna want things. So a lot of books and romances cater to this dual fantasy of getting the thing you want, but also getting to fantasize that at no point you like wanted it or expressed that you want it, which of course leads to very creepy stories. Yeah. Yeah. Like just objectively. And also creepy life experiences for people. Yeah. Because every single aspect about being a girl Mm. is unbelievably shit upon Mm -hmm. constantly. And like we Mm -hmm. kind of, we kind of think about like that as an old, idea right like oh well yes of course people used to hate women openly (laughs) but we don't really do that anymore because they have jobs um and but then like any single trend that happens or anything it's just like unbelievably reviled by all of society yeah and girls are not allowed to want to date they're not allowed to not Mm. want to date they're not allowed to um, wear clothes they like. They're not allowed to wear clothes they don't like. They're not allowed, like, nothing about being a teen girl is yeah. allowed. And you're also feeling so uh, uncomfortable in your form mm. often. Yeah. I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that it, it's, it's a very, it's a very, very weird time mm-hmm. where you are in a body that everyone hates but also Mm. you got to be cool with it and be just as good as everyone else at doing this experience Mm. so the fact that i think part of the reason that twilight became so big is was how hard people clung yeah like especially like more backlash Mm. more ardent love i'm gonna say something that's gonna sound kind of dramatic and sad but it's just like clicking for me too now that i think like a lot of the core fantasy of Twilight, both literally and metaphorically, is the fantasy of having a guy who really genuinely wants to know what you're thinking. Because <sighs> <laughs> think about it. He can Holy read everyone's shit. mind but hers, and that fascinates him, and he wants to know what her deal is and has no way of getting that without just like and- hanging out with her and talking to her. And he... Exact, and he explicitly does not want a bone. He super just wants to, he finds her as Holy mysterious shit. as she finds him, mm-hmm. which I think, you know, you can read an empowerment-ish narrative into that. I'm not trying to like girl bossify Twilight, but to try and like pick out the things that I think no, just like clicked for like, clicked <laughs> well, for so many people, you know? But like what I'm reading into that is... Mm. Stephanie Meyer's religious trauma. Yeah, I yeah, think oh, for sure. I think oh, any vampire boys. story is going to have religious trauma. It's, in, a, it. it's in every line. <laughs> um, I think also, I totally agree. something that's interesting is that mm-hmm. him genuinely wanting to know what she's thinking, like he says this out loud multiple yeah. times I want to know what you're thinking. Mm. I think that it's interesting that that is such a clear, blinking, 
neon sign that says that means he's your true love <laughs> when it's like okay the bar is low it's the a sign that the bar is low, low. This is just someone who wants to know what you're thinking but it's also very real it's re- yeah <laughs> unfortunately yeah. in real life the bar is low the bar is yeah. that low because so few people want to know what you're thinking yeah <laughs> and and it was like something we kind of were laughing out a little in the movie multiple times they would kind of cut out the audio but show and then after that they had a very long conversation <laughs> yeah. and it's like we were kind of like oh did they not think to write the dialogue but mm-hmm. i do think that it a lot of a lot of romance movies fail to show people just kind of like okay and then they like talked and got to know each other better so i do yeah. like that this um, had that i, I I didn't think of it that way mm. where like I, the scene where like he's in her room mm. and they get a little hot, very, very <laughs> surface level, hot and heavy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he, and he throws himself away. That's and, like the first time in the film that she looks comfortable. Yeah. Also. yeah. Um, and then, and then they just cut to a montage where they're, where their mouths are moving. Yeah. And I was like, this is the most Mormon bullshit <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah it was just very talk. much like, it's like a PSA. Yeah, I'm like just 13 talk. couples. These two stayed up all night talking. Yeah. Fucking. Or like he does the big romantic gesture and like climbs her to the top of that big tree and it's like oh they have the big romantic moment but then they just talk instead of like making out on the tree it's which very so funny. very anti-horny propaganda very but also propaganda. kind of sweet like and then also it makes me be like it makes me be like oh <laughs> stephanie did no one ask you what you were thinking? It just makes me, like, there are so many things. I think she's married. I hope she's happy. I, yeah. I also hope she's very yeah. happy. There's a lot of things in this book that make me very sad. <laughs> but then also some things that I, like, wholeheartedly can, like, enjoy mm. because they are corny out loud, mm. incredibly earnest. Yeah. yeah that, I, that I just am like, mm. gong, get it, book. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's another thing is like when you're in that phase of like, I'm a teenager and I'm starting to like notice that I'm attracted to people for the first time, having something that takes that seriously is like, this is life and death. Yeah. Like, I am the only person who's ever felt this way. I do think it's an understandable outlet because that is a real feeling. Now, I have a, qu- I have a question for our like more well-versed mm. in the books. <laughs> yeah. Patriots. So when in the Harry Potter books, like the movies, a few of the movies make absolutely no sense if you haven't read the books. Yeah. Like my mom saw the fourth movie having not read any of the books and was like, what the fuck just happened? Oh, yeah. That would be. Yeah. My lived experience of this film, and I'm going to explain to you why. Okay. Is that this is sort of a goth year with Frog and Toad. And it's because <gasps> oh wait, wait you're that onto something. Rules. You're really onto it's something here, though. The color, the color profile of the film. Uh-huh. Everyone knows, so that's point number one. But yeah. point number two, I got like halfway through, and I was like, "What is this series of vignettes? Of yeah. These two people just like bombing around, mm. fucking the Pacific Northwest. This is our year with Frog and Toad." And then at the end, they were like, "The stakes have never been higher." And I was like, "For who?" Yeah. <laughs> I felt like there was almost no narrative arc. And so I in my guess is that they're setting us up for further films yeah. more than they're no. like in story. <laughs> no. No, they, they were very close to the book. Yeah. Like the yeah. book is wow. very, very Vibes. atmospheric. They're I remember hanging out, going to a diner. When I saw the movie in theaters, mm. um, I remember seeing the like plot line of the like outside vampires Mm. coming in and stuff and being like oh huh because in the 
book. (laughs) Absolutely. Every inch and every sentence is like considered through the perspective of this relationship. Yeah. Of the abilities of vampires. And it's, it's incredible. The book is very atmospheric, Mm. very descriptive, very in its body. Right. Yeah. It's It's a good comfort read. Cause like, yeah, not a lot happens, but the whole time you're cultivating this vibe of like, I'm in a big flannel layered jacket situation and it's rainy. So I had an opposite reaction. Really? (laughs) I felt the book, the, the, the aesthetic kind of Mm. felt flat for me. And when I watched the movie, Mm. I liked it better because Mm, they were actually able to visually make it a bit more like just darker. Yeah. Where I like, I that. feel like the book didn't capture the darkness mm. of vampires and, you know, like yeah, that the prose theme. isn't yeah. as like gothic as most well, yeah. other vampires. Really, books really are. well exemplified mm. by her, how Stephanie Meyer resolves the sunlight <laughs> issue. Yeah. She's not super interested in the darkness. Mm. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. interested <laughs> in the intensity behind eternity, which mm. also really makes sense for connecting with Mormons, right? Mm. Like, yes. Like, yeah. yes. It's really an, an eternity-based. Yeah, if you're faith. someone who quite literally believes in an afterlife. Yeah, yeah. and also like yeah. the way that your like leaders around you talk about in they talk about time in terms of eternity, and mm. they, and you're mm-hmm. always thinking on this like very cosmic eternal level. Yeah, yeah. and you're that, like your marriages are eternal. Like, yeah. if she makes a commitment to him, like that would be eternal as well. Yeah, something yeah. that happens in the book a lot. Because it's established that vampires are super, super smart. Mm. And in addition to the fact that Edward mm. can read minds, um, they there are long swaths of like, mm. if I'm remembering this correctly, because sure, again, sure. it's been yeah. <laughs> many years. Um, there are long swaths of like, someone's eyes flicked to this corner Mm. and that means this is going to happen and then this is going to happen. And then if that happens, (laughs) there's two options. Like it's really, really like thinking eight steps ahead at every Uh moment because, which I think is also part of why that I think, I think it's almost realistic, like how that would play out, like with all these, like almost like superhumans walking around where Mm. Mm -hmm. these vampires walk up, they do kind of like a, we good? We good? Mm. They get a whiff of person. And then... Are we talking about the baseball scene? Yeah. Yeah, then, they do kind of some quiet... The fan. It's almost like court intrigue, but like of American yeah. and mundane. Yeah, court like, yeah. as in like like royal... Yeah. Yes. How am I to behave if this person does this? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. if I like, do this, it'll initiate a duel. If I do the spider th- web of implications yeah. of this thing. Like It feels know. very... It felt very Animal Kingdom to me. Yeah, yeah I see that. You know, like two two groups, like, you know, one just kind of, you know, stumbles on your territory. <laughs> mm. You're both yeah. hunters. Yeah. I mean, at, at one point, the scent guy is literally smelling trees with Bella's marks on them. But it's like, like you got mm. you got your deer lunch <laughs> for later. You're saving. Yeah. And, and the guy, like, the new guy takes a whiff, and you're like, no, that's mine. Mm. And the fight breaks out. Because, <laughs> like, I was thinking the whole time, like, they could just explain, like, hey, we're, you know, we're going to turn her into a vampire, so you can't touch her. <laughs> you know yeah. or like yeah. lie or something you know they don't have to just like act weird and like try to like get her away in a truck i feel like that <laughs> makes it more suspicious of yeah. like a human's hanging out with them 
Yeah, yeah. And, like, I guess Edward was saying, like, oh, he saw that I was protective of you, so now he really wants to, like, get you to mess with me. This yeah. very, like, weird territorial, mm-hmm. like... He's the hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Dare I say patriarchal. Like, the fact that they, like, something, like, different from the book and the film is that, like, when they say corny shit out loud, <laughs> it's, like, you're, it's, like, in the same text as corny shit in her head. Yeah. But seeing yeah. in the film... <laughs> And so the lion fell in love with the lamb. Like, that was so unlivable. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it, though. I'm glad they didn't tone it down. Because, like, if they had toned it down, what substance would there be? Like, you're coming here for corn. <laughs> you take out the corn, you got an empty cup. I got a whole bushel of corn and a slab of butter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want some in salty the, butter and cheesy corn. Song from TikTok right here. <laughs> I am sort of a thought that I'm developing as I'm speaking it is that mm, like great. I feel like this story because of who Stephanie Myers is. Mm. Is it Meyer or Myers? I'm I think not sure. Meyer, no S. Um, but because of who she is, mm. the story is like rather than being an objective narration, it's here's the story of a 17-year-old from the perspective of a 17-year-old, like a four kids, five kids situation. And a lot of, I feel like a lot of YA content is like an adult with some distance from the situation (laughs) trying to portray a nuanced understanding of Mm. like what it looks like to be a teenager and be in love for the first time or whatever. (laughs) And it, it feels like, Stephanie is writing it from the inside still. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, like many debut novels, it's like uh, almost painfully revealing, Mm -hmm. which is part of why I think it's so resonant. That's why I'm trying to get it out like right away and write a memoir first. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll write my fantasies. Nice. (laughs) You'd be like, okay, I got the messiness out of my system. What if you like, become a dragon writer after you write your memoir well so mm. if you want to understand the dragon writer inside me you read my me- memoir first okay right. and then you sense. write another memoir and it's like oh whoa morgan's different ever <laughs> since they started writing dragons and then i do my own uh look at the harlequins right before i die Ooh, by yeah. vladimir yeah and mm. and it's all like oh i was lying the whole time this is actually me oh that's fun just really fuck with my readers <laughs> anyway yeah, I think that is very that. on brand. <laughs> I think you'll have yeah. a good following of people who love to do that. Hmm. Um, I do. <laughs> when I was so during this mm. watch, I kept it. It was difficult not to compare it to the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> that makes sense. What are? But I think that if we're <laughs> sorry, what would you write? What would you write? Notes. What Morgan write? I just Is opens colon deer gets a hug because <laughs> it, it is like I mean he does he jumps on a deer but it is just him grabbing a full deer with both hands and like tackling and it, it. Gets away oh also sorry I um Nat has texted me I asked her if she had any input and she just said don't forget to mention that half the characters are named after Stephanie Meyer's family members <gasps> I forgot oh. that so Wait, um her brother's name is Jacob. <gasps> What? Isn't isn't the name Jacob her brother's yes. name? Yes. Oh wow. Which is it is strong choice to make Jacob a love interest. 
But I will say sometimes I try to write creatively and I'm like, oh, I can't use that name. I know that person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, always, I always get so scared mm. that if anyone has a similar trait to someone in my life, that mm. that person will be like, oh, so you put me in it and that's what you think of me? <laughs> like, <laughs> you think I have long green hair and I talk like that? Or like, I don't know. For sure. <laughs> but like, I do think it was definitely like, because it's not just him. It's a bunch of people she's related to kind of cameo in the series which I think is interesting and she actually there's a Stephanie Meyer cameo in the movie Bridget I don't know if you saw that um do you remember when they're in the diner and they go Steffi here's your veggie plate that was her (laughs) yeah it was like two seconds (laughs) very (laughs) underwhelming for Bridget I'm whelmed yes (laughs) it's like watching lady in the water and oh, and M. Night Shyamalan the, shows up. The writer is M. Night Shyamalan. And you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I'm a sucker for that. It's a, I like that movie. If it's a, a good movie. I wrote I think it's pretentious was made into, I, Yeah, I've never seen that. If a book I write is ever made into a movie, I am cameoing. And I don't oh, care how yeah. self-indulgent oh, yeah. it is. I do not care. Because yeah. it is. No, I. it's going <laughs> to say, L. here's your veggie plate. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you would do a clever, like you would do a Stan Lee, not a like. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. You would, have a, you would give yourself a line or two. Yeah, something, something funny to say, but that doesn't require like acting skill. Yeah. Something that I find, again, very illuminating. I don't know if the filmmaker did this on purpose, but um, they say, Steffi, here's your veggie plate. And you see this woman who like stylistically, like Stephanie Meyer, very much fits in mm. stylistically to the world that she's created. You can tell yeah. that like. She's like, oh, yeah, I put my favorite aesthetics in my book I'm writing. Like, she not, you know, it, she really matches, right? So they say, Steffi, here's your veggie plate. Here's a lady who looks like she belongs in this movie. It pans over to Bella, and uh, her dad goes, I ordered you the spinach salad. And then the waitress puts the spinach salad in front of her. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> the spinach salad had giant chunks of like raw onion rings yeah, and onion rings on top. and sliced like raw mushroom yeah it looked bad yum yum it looked yum like a bad salad but <laughs> um it's it's such a it was such a note of like is the filmmaker trying to say like this is a self-insert like this yeah. is a self-insert because oh, i'm getting my veggie plate at the same time the main character is yeah. getting a plate of veggies yeah. Steffi, here's your veggie plate bella here's your spinach salad. i didn't pick up on that but i buy that okay because i thought okay this is like i'm probably misremembering but i think that she has said that she started writing twilight after she had a dream that she was in a forest with a shiny man <laughs> yeah i remember that right yeah it was like the whole thing came to her in a dream or yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. so so she wrote funny. that scene of them like laying down in the woods and he's sparkling mm. yeah in the book, not a bad image to kick it off i guess in the book it's a meadow full of flowers <laughs> mm. and uh they definitely were like that's not really on brand so here's a few flowers <laughs> it's, it, for me it's weird to go from like i'm lying i have a dream lying in a meadow with a shiny man mm. and when you wake up start writing the book you're like that shiny man's a vampire <laughs> <laughs> yeah a leap was made and i'm not sure when but <laughs> Man. I guess what else do you make the shiny man if not like an angel? And that might be a little too on the nose. Man. 
Yeah, but if you do like more of a cosmic horror biblical, like cosmic horror angel, I think that would be I so want fun. you to write Twilight, but the love interest is like a cosmic horror biblical angel and everyone who looks upon him loses their minds and melts except for one <laughs> normal girl. <laughs> and she's so clumsy. And she's such a klutz. <laughs> Look out, HP Lovecraft. God. I do want an HP Lovecraft YA romance. Like, hold on. <laughs> I'm the normalest girl at Innsmouth High. <laughs> I'm on the swim team, but everyone else is faster than me. Because they're half fish. Because they're half fish. Um, I'm at any point, if you guys would like me to start skimming through the um, IMDb trivia, um, there are some fun ones I, in here. I do want to talk about mm. like just Oh, the briefly, Vampire Diaries yes. contrast. I want to ask you what you all personally think is worse. Staring at a girl because... <laughs> She looks like your ex, or because she's super delicious. Oh, so, like what a she good smells question. so good to you. Like staring at her with stalkery lust, or staring at her with, oh, you look like my ex. Yeah, because okay. like Stefan, Stefan comes on the scene. Yeah. He stares yeah. at Elena. Is Stefan isn't named that because of Stephanie Meyer? No, oh no, because the book came out so in the nineties. Well, oh my god, you know this. <laughs> Yeah, I read them. Whoops. So who do you think was creepier, Edward or Stefan? Okay, I think objectively wanting to eat someone is creepier, but like but it's also to be toxic, I would not want to date someone who had an ex that looked just like me right, ever. Yeah. So like, I would prefer someone wanting to eat me over that. Okay, that's I, fair. Now, if we were to compare the performances. Although Nat <laughs> does have a bunch of exes that look just like me, but that's because I'm pretty generically queer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that Edward is creepier, but that I think that might just be because I recently had I'm someone fired. smell my hair in public. Oh, oh, in, in public. In the foot sink. I think you missed yeah. with Bridget. Sorry, I did. I did. It was too easy. Still laughing at Elle. <laughs> um, I said I think that Edward is creepier, but I think that is maybe rooted in the fact that I recently had someone smell me in public. <gasps> no, I what the to- fuck. If you're willing to share, are you I need okay? To hear this. Yeah, did you open up your eyes that night and he was standing in your bedroom? <laughs> oh my god, that was so scary. Like, I are you really, in love with I him? Really, like every once in a while, I'm like, <laughs> listener, but um, you just darted her eyes around the room. <laughs> um, uh, this man was like at an event we were doing, oh. and he was like chatting with us for a long time, which happens sometimes, but like. He was there for a long time. And mm. in this conversation, uh, my spouse, Hannah, and I were like, we are married to each other because we're gay. Mm. We're like really gay and really married to each other only. Mm. And this guy was just like, cool, we're best buddies, though. Like, we're just <laughs> and so, so this guy won't go away. And we have a bunch of friends that are at, like, other tables and stuff. And so we text one of them. And she sends her husband over mm. to, like, pretend to try to buy something. Yeah. And so... I'm like Hannah goes over to talk to the wife so it's just me at the table and then I'm like dealing with this guy to try to be like okay there's no like you just will mosey away because he had moseyed away and come back Mm. and so he starts trying to explain my pieces to other customers no and then the woman at the table next to us comes up behind me and taps me on the shoulder and she's like excuse me I'm so sorry to interrupt do you know the man that's been talking to you guys like (sighs) for hours Ugh. And I was like, I sure don't. Why do you ask? And she was like, um, because he just came up behind you and smelled you. <gasps> do you, but uh, if you don't know him, we'll grab a manager. Oh my God. And so God. her husband like goes and gets a manager. Everyone was like so solid. I love That's the maker good. community. This, hu- the husband goes to get the manager. 
The manager oh comes over and is like, and literally says like, hey, buddy, let's take a walk and oh. like moves him along. Mm. And then this man is like, okay, the manager thought I was standing there for too, th- for too long, but these ladies and I have a connection. <gasps> oh, so no. Comes back and tries talking to us again. And um, the God bless this manager. He sees him and like scoops him away again. And so I get up to like go to the bathroom I walked to the bathroom past our friend's table and I was like, hey, guy, can you just like, I'm being very extra right now, but could you just keep an eye on it? Because I'm going into this back like area to get to the bathroom. Yeah. And so I come out of the bathroom and the husband of this couple and I like meet up on route and he was like, sorry, he came like this way after you. So I came (gasps) back to here. So this guy being a fucking creep. Yeah. He comes back to the table again and he like walks up to me and all he does is the like hang 10 what <laughs> like a, like a shaka <laughs> what the yeah exactly fuck? Like a little... and i was like oh are you heading out huh. because what else do you think is gonna happen if someone walks up to you and is like yeah, yeah. Oh, do you think okay. he was trying to do a call me no no okay. i don't okay i think he was trying to be like hey what's up and i thought it was a hey what's up i'm leaving and yeah like a sayonara like, dude really engaging <laughs> yeah um and yeah, so he's, very he's cool. like he's definitely a surfer. Huh. So I was like, Oh, are you heading out? And he was like, No, why are you? And I was like, <gasps> Yeah, the event's over in like 40 minutes. And he was like, Well, you don't have to leave. <gasps> and that's the point at which I was like, This man, like I, he thinks he's gonna get it in, I guess. Like, I don't know what he the fuck he thinks is gonna happen. And like this man, if I had enough warning, I think I could kill him with his bare with my bare hands. <laughs> like, he's, like, he's just like a tiny little creep. But like <laughs> I just the uh, like the the you level a tall of, person. Yeah, where did he even smell? And my hair was down, and he like just was like, ew. Ah, yeah. a, a sniff so, by. All of our friends, all of our friends are like, we'll help you load out. Like, we don't want you guys to be like in yeah. the parking lot by yourself. Like, they wait, and like we're getting the last load, and I'm saying bye to them, and Hannah's like, get in the car right now. Not <gasps> this, my spouse. Hannah's like, yeah, get in the yeah. car right now. And I get in the car, close the door. Hannah just like shoots away. And I was like, what's up? And they were like, he was getting into his car <gasps> and I needed us to be out of this parking lot before he was in his car. Yeah. Because he'd Holy just been like, shit. well, they're open till 10. Like I'm going to hang out. And then we left and he was like, oh, I'll go too. So anyway, I think Edward is creepier because yeah, of the, of yeah. the factor, the, the delicious oh, odor. God. Yeah. Okay, so, so are you in uh, love with him? <laughs> yeah we're actually i'm leaving, I'm leaving <laughs> yeah like. yeah um i'm really sorry that happened to you by the way did he not come oh, up behind you and go say it and you uh, go you're a stalker if he had if he had like more i think it's that he didn't take my hand in his hair and yeah you know, yeah it was oh, a drive drive by sniffing <laughs> um i really hate this yeah but, i hate this um, a lot based on the film that we watched today i guess this is what you've been waiting for your <laughs> whole life and he's your true yeah love. i think this book also and the movie tried to do things <laughs> tried to do a thing that i think a lot of i've seen the done in the romance genre particularly like 10 15 years ago is um try to be like look how good this guy is 
he beat up some creepier guys. Yeah. That was yeah. such a trope like 10, okay. 20 and years Bridget, ago. That's when you were, I was so waiting for your texts mm. at that scene. So the scene. <laughs> oh, and he didn't beat them up to this be clear, is, but he like threatens them and, and he growls at it them. It was like definitely a thing in fantasy, especially yeah. where yeah. it was like, unhand like, uh, her. If a man growled at me, I'd back down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I'd be like, like, oh, I'm going to get shot. This if, guy's feral. <laughs> if your stalker event was written by Stephanie Meyer. No, okay. <laughs> but like if it took after some <laughs> scenes in this book, then what would happen next is that um, a <laughs> group of people who were just like saying we're bad people out loud. Yeah, the would jets come up from West Side and Story. he would fight them off for you. And then you would yeah. be like, oh, <laughs> you're not creepy. You're a protector. <laughs> yeah, right, you're right. strong and alpha man. I made notes about that scene. God. Yeah, yeah, no, that, I, I was <laughs> when that scene was happening, I was like, here comes Bridget. <laughs> I was scrolling through my notes a few minutes ago, and the one that I keep seeing most readily is that right in the middle, I just wrote, God bless this fucking edible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. I, I think it that would definitely be Are you still in it? Great. Good. Awesome. Yes. I agree with you. I'm right there with you that I I feel I felt this kind of innate creepiness coming from Edward. Mm-hmm. It, I partially probably because of the direction mm-hmm. and the way. Well, that's, I do think that's how he chose to play. Yeah, I think I Robert think, Pattinson has said, like, I played him as a weird little twerp. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a smart guy. <laughs> no, no, like, totally props to him. Mm. He did it great, yeah. especially if that's what he He's was like, going this for. Guy's yeah, really he creepy, was. So I'm going to be really fucking creepy. <laughs> but similarly, Bridget, like, when he was just like in her mm. room. That then, was shot like a horror movie. It was shot like a horror movie. Not, it it like a horror movie mm-hmm. But I also had, like I had this traumatic event oh, where yeah. I was in my bedroom watching me sleep. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that's right. In yeah. the book, it's so... Now that's actually really interesting because this because this did happen to you. This literally happened to you. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. very horrifying. It's also a trope in vampire media. Yeah. Um, going back to love. Dracula. Yeah. And so when you did read Twilight, this had already <laughs> happened, right? Uh, yes. So, uh, okay. Because I read yeah. Twilight in college mm-hmm. um, when I uh, had my stalker. I was fifth grade or sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I was a tween or early teen. Wow. Yeah. I have heard you tell this story before. I did not know you were that young. Yeah. That's fucking horrifying. Morgan. He was about 15. So yeah. he was several years older hate, than me. Yeah, that's really hate very bad. much. I know. Um, yeah. I hate the story a lot. Uh, yeah. But I'm very when you sorry. were reading Twilight the first time, like, did you have that like moment of mm. like, this isn't hot? <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think because it's written as so romantic. Yes. In the book. Mm. I think I didn't get get the same visceral reaction from the book as I did Seeing from the, in the movie. movie. That, that makes sense. sense. Especially <laughs> now, like when I'm older. Mm you get a new perspective on things. Yeah. So I'm just uh, the more like, like trauma and perspective on trauma you accrue. Yeah. I feel like I, yeah. I've, you know, I've been to therapy now mm, so I can like break things down mm. and be like, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so what, what happened was um, there was this kid who lived the house behind me mm. and we would, talk every once in a while like across the fence because I was friends with his little sister who was around my age mm, and this. yeah <laughs> and you know go over to her house and uh one time I was at her house and he was watching Jaws 
And he would tell me very earnestly that like he was, he could turn into a shark. Yeah. And I was like, go get in your pool then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying yeah. to like catch him yeah. out. And he's like, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> you know? no, yeah. I definitely knew a lot of guys who could turn into a shark. Yeah. A for a, yeah. <laughs> a and then or- <laughs> the thing that like really bugged me was like, you know, he'd want to play like truth or dare. Mm. No. And so like whenever dare came up, it was always like, take off my shoes and socks. Ew, 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 ew. Foot fetish guy. Oh, I hope. Okay, I hope he's dead. I no, I do also hope he's dead. I I either hope that he got a ton of help and mental health, um, or a brain transplant, or he's dead. Um, he went, my my brain yeah. wants the first thing you said. My heart wants that he's dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah, went yeah. he went away for a bit. Mm. The split the difference will go with lobotomy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We got a we got a restraining order, mm. um, but like he he broke into our house twice. Yeah, yikes! The, I had a way less bad version of that, but I similarly had a teenage neighbor who broke into my house and hid there, and the cops had to come in and find him. Yeah, yeah. the guy in your closet. Yeah, so some dudes be breaking into your house and watching you in your closet. Get, if if you're a dude, don't <laughs> don't do don't that. Don't do that. Don't be like Edward. <laughs> I mean, girls too. Girls can be creepy. Yes. Don't, yeah. Anyone don't can stalk be people. a stalker. Yeah. Don't sneak into someone's house and hide there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that this episode is like, hey, listeners, you all want to hear our most festive trauma? <laughs> oh, okay. Because thank God, because I do want to at some point tell. Have you heard of Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Christmas. <laughs> Edward is Santa. Um, I'm going to add some jingles. I, I do so many of the stories that you have from your childhood mm. do not have um, appropriate adult reaction, but restraining <laughs> order is correct. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. what was really funny is by the time I was in high school, my mom had renovated the house, <clears> and <throat> I I had a bedroom where the uh, the I had a big window facing the back, and I was like, oh, good thing you know Jason is you know there's a restraining order, and my mom's like, oh, actually that's up. And I'm like, great. Okay. They only last a few years. They do. Okay. I think they only last three years. Yeah. Um, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> when people say that this movie romanticizes things that maybe it shouldn't. Yeah. There we have a we have a charcuterie board of reasons. Yeah. For and you. to be mine was not for creep. Well, he didn't break into my house for creepy reasons. He was just running. <laughs> He was just running away from home, but it was still very startling to me because it's not like yeah. he asked to hide in my house. He just broke in and hid. And you yeah. don't think any part of that is I mean, it's not great. <laughs> I just like, I will say that like... The only normal like, reason to break into someone's house is to rob. For sure. No, I agree. He did steal our doorknobs later <laughs> in a different occasion. <laughs> was this this was this was the guy you went on a movie date yeah, with? Yeah, later on I went on a date with him. You dated him later? <laughs> You dated him later? I think it was Elle's first Wait, kiss. What, this it was, was when you had the first kiss from Madagascar's Afro circus? Saying, sometimes, sometimes Twilight is true to life, is all I'm going to say. Holy shit, no. I'm not saying I've always played it healthy. And he was your true love? And he's my true love. No. I, I'm just saying... 
as someone who has been, and I'm not victim blaming my previous self because I wasn't a victim. He wasn't there for creepy reasons. But I don't agree. Teenagers yeah. do deranged well, stuff is all I'm saying. You were a victim on the level of someone <laughs> broke into your house. Yes, for sure. Like, yeah. That's- I don't, I don't want to claim a level of victimhood that I have not. Sorry, what? Has someone on your mental health team heard this story? <laughs> I can promise you they have not. They haven't. I can... <laughs> I'll tell someone. I need need them specifically to know the part about how you were socialized to feel that you had to go on a date with this person. No, this was years later. (laughs) He was different. He was different. He had sold his lock picking. Yeah, but then he, well, then weirdly, the guy that broke into my house got a little too intense too fast, so I ghosted him. That's so crazy. I wonder what could have predicted that. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be like, yelling at you for making a choice like that's not that's not my intention i find those situations so absurd and horrifying i'm i'm trying to neg you into telling your therapist yeah i i I need to start going to therapy like your choices i'm trying to make you see that this is a a big problem It is Thanks, so Bridget. difficult to make plans with Elle that I have not been able to do the thing where um, that I have fantasized about, which is sitting you down in some place with coffee where I hold a one-person intervention trying to get you back into therapy. <laughs> I I promise I will go back to therapy. But, like, what, <laughs> but you one of the things <laughs> that I think you should probably go to therapy for is that I can never make plans. You're never hanging out with me. I'm sorry. And so I think you should go to therapy <laughs> to get that fixed. I've tried. And it's <laughs> really hard. Didn't your therapist disappear? No, they ghosted each other. We ghosted each other. We were honestly... Me, I, I liked my old therapist a lot as a person, but we were too similar. We had, like, similar <laughs> issues. Okay. Yeah. Yes. In, in ways that he'd be like, yeah, we have very similar issues. This is not unhealthy, even just me saying. Unhealthy. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so another, so when I think about like the whole Vampire Diaries, like Damon coming into a room, mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I didn't get the same visceral reaction. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because you're a pretty big Damon fan. I, I think am. it was like, you had like the equivalent of beer goggles. For <laughs> da- you have Damon goggles. It's possible. But also... Like well, you have, when you wear rose-colored glasses, <laughs> you can never see the red flags. Well, because like the, <laughs> I think the first time it happens, it's actually just like sh- a dream, like a nightmare she has. Mm, true. And then yeah, whereas like with Bella, she wakes up from a nightmare she and he's it. there. And he does explicit. He doesn't gaslight her about that. But he we says, do I've see been doing some- this a couple months. Yeah, yeah. he just full on admits it's, it. It's like, how props. casual it is. Yeah. Compared to, like, how weird it is. But I think, like, with Damon, like, mostly when he's, like, in a room, it's, like, towards the end of the episode where, like, the 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 thing they had to fight is over. And mm-hmm. they're, it's, like, calming down. And he's, like, like they're, she's, like, going home, mm. you know? And it's, it's like, an are you okay? Like, yeah. from this aftermath of a thing. Yeah. So it doesn't feel as intrusive, even though... Logically, I know it still is. For sure. Yeah, I think the Vampire Diaries. Yeah, the show also had the benefit of hindsight because I do think like in the cultural backlash of Twilight, the like him watching her sleep thing was like the main thing that even if you had never read the books, you knew about that and were like, that's so weird, which it is. It is so weird. Yeah. I want to rewrite this as a <laughs> horror movie. It would be good. Well, so I saw a really mm. great argument once about how Twilight um should not be a romance it should be a tragedy because uh 
I don't know. It was like a really great argument where about like the literary elements yeah. of, of each genre than the yeah. Blah, 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 yeah. Blah, I will say boring. there's there's two interpretations of Twilight that that I do think have made me have more fondness for it in okay. hindsight. Um, the first is sort I, of like I do love the Twilight conspiracy theory. Yes, yeah. The one is the straight <laughs> I've never up. Heard of these? Oh, it's they're like so a, good. It's essentially just like a full reinterpretation, like not yeah. super based in canon, but it's with the idea of like if you watch the movie with. Bella guesses that Edward is a vampire early on and their interactions are her trying to manipulate him into turning her into a vampire because yeah. she wants to be immortal but knows that if she asks, he won't say yes. Yeah. Like that like Guillermo from what exactly, we do in the Exactly. Sort of like a chess master Guillermo, yeah. which I think like the text doesn't really support, but it's so fun to think about. Yeah, like a yeah. teenage girl trying to like... It makes so much more interesting of a character yeah. to be like, oh, I am going to play this mm. um, un- like just like... Like he thinks of me as a victim. victim written on her forehead <laughs> that the, on her forehead it's says victim that needs you so bad yeah it's just like an interesting concept for a story yeah. and i think twilight is like a it's so much the opposite in the text that it's fun to think of it that way the other is less like a reinterpretation but more um there was just like a period a couple years ago on tumblr where there was a full-on twilight renaissance where people just started making like memes and shit posts about twilight yeah. kind of ironically it's but because i think not. the movies got put on netflix or something. something like that so a they lot of people watching super it super accessible but, so they hit the yeah stream so, so it just made me think of it as like this goofy nostalgic thing and less yeah. like something of consequence which it for sure was um yeah. but like yeah. that one post that will live in my head forever is just like edward's the type of dude to text bella a picture of a snail with the caption <laughs> saw a snail today dot 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 effervescent <laughs> And it's like that idea of him is just like a weird, <laughs> goofy He's idiot. He's such a weird dude. And it's, <laughs> it's truly like, it's very big brained of Robert Pattinson to play him as a weird yeah, dude. Yeah, people, people have only come around to interpreting him as the weird dude Robert Pattinson played him as fairly recently, which I think is, is interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I really liked him as Batman. Oh, he yeah. was a good Batman. He was too. such a good Batman. He's a good actor. He is. He's good one of those actor. people who's as talented as he is hot, I think. Wow. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's so rare. <laughs> I know he's good looking. Not my type, though. Fair. Yeah. Uh, it's the. I. It, I don't know. I. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to short circuit. I just had that thing where I was like. Literally, I cannot imagine separating the personality from a face in mm. any instance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for me, it's mostly the fact that he's like deranged in real yeah, life like that he's makes such him an artsy, attractive to me. Like, yeah, it does make him, me like him more. Mm. It's kind of like so, like Stefan, the mm. character Stefan is in the same realm where it's just yeah. like, yeah. kind of for me, especially compared to Damon, was just like the bland one. Mm. Yeah, and but like now we're at this point where he's just like you figure out he's a blood addict mm, and he's yeah. actually got this dark past yeah. and he becomes mm. way more interesting and hot to me. Yeah. He's been really carefully buttoned up so far, but there is another way that his deal can go. So like reserved and tortured? No. <laughs> tortured and crazy. Mm, yeah. Gimme. Yeah. Icona pop. I love it. <laughs> what were your other um, Twilight Vampire Diaries comparisons in your head? Um, one thing I noted was that both the Vampire Diaries and Twilight used animal attacks to explain mm. the deaths. Yeah. 
I just noted that as like that's I, the human explanation yeah. convenient excuse mm. so like the difference in the lore of like not just like being shiny but like <laughs> biting is like you have venom and you inject mm. venom like a snake yeah versus you know in the vampire diaries your blood is actually healing mm. you have to give them your blood and then kill them to turn them. Yeah, yeah. Rather than it yeah. being like a pl- like a little plague. I, I yeah, do like, a disease. like. I do genuinely really like the Twilight interpretation of how you turn someone, mm. where the vampire saliva is a venom that will transform. I think you. that's cool. Yeah, I, I do think really like the that. idea that if you bite someone, it's because you're either eating them up whole and killing them or you're making another vampire it makes it feel like more of almost a virus like it feels like the evolutionary setup that would make there be the most vampires well what i like about it is that because in in a lot of other vampire lore when they're considering like turning someone into Mm. a vampire it's always like a really big deal yeah because they're not like they're not propagating the species or mm-hmm. else like they they're completely like, take I over and there'd be no food with this person for forever. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I find that the, the lore behind like, it's hard to create a new vampire mm. because once you feed, it's hard to stop. And so yeah. most people die. Like you don't, most people don't have the skill to do it or like yes. the, the, Ooh, I guess emotional I maturity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm interested to know for each of you, mm-hmm. like if you suddenly became a vampire. Ooh. Um, and <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> I love it. Go on. Would you want to transform your friends to make them vampires too, to make them hang out with you forever? <laughs> or would you keep it on the DL and like how would you make that choice on like who you would transform? Oh. And would it be me? And do you want to hang out with me forever? <laughs> um, that's a really good question. I'm ready for all of your answers. Like I know, I know my answer. Okay, let's go around. Let's go around. So for me, the idea of like an eternal afterlife, no matter what, even mm-hmm. if it's like technically heaven, extreme torturous hell to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why would I want that I in life? I also am overwhelmed by the thought of uh, just like eternal consciousness. Yeah. I, like, mm. I do not like that. I feel like I would be very tired. We talked on the Vampire uh, a, a Vampire Diaries episode about the heat, witnessing the heat death of mm. the sun. And mm-hmm. yeah. are you just going to be... We're also two people who are very afraid of being bored. Ha! Yes. Something that I am <laughs> like profoundly scared of is... Wait, that didn't answer uh, the question. I, this is going to, we're going to circle back. Yeah. yeah. Um, Morgan I, didn't answer, but I want you to finish. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was just saying, I'm I'm profoundly scared of being turned into a vampire. Really? That's sounds true. Like, I, for, I always forget that. I don't know vampire. if I've heard that. Bridget has a lifelong fear of vampires. <gasps> I Wait, I remember that. I have vampire, vampire OCD is one of my kinds of OCD, which sounds like a joke, but I mean it. Um, is that is but, that um something you've ever seen on like a wiki about OCD or is that your own? Oh, I, I, like, it I is my one own. of my siblings has Tourettec OCD and you have vampiric OCD. Oh. Uh, I'm listen. I'm gonna get it in the DSM if it's the last thing. I <laughs> <laughs> there we go. But I like the DSM. It's because of it's my <laughs> nice. nice. Um, <laughs> my fear of like. Okay, so I'm also obviously, like, a scared of death, you know, mm. scared of, like, of uh, being heated into space. And yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Just, you know, all, anything that involves an open expanse. But I think the thing mm. I find scariest about the vampire possibility is that 
um, there are far fewer unknowns. So mm. like if I think about like an afterlife or whatever, right? Like if mm-hmm. I have consciousness after I die, it will be something so different from what I'm experiencing now that I can't guess what it is. So like why bother worrying about it? That's a very good perspective. Vampire, mm. Becoming a vampire You're is dealing just with this extending shit forever. human condition forever. <laughs> mm. yeah. But so maybe you have super speed. What if I feel so, so torn fast? about the question of whether to turn someone right because like I think the I think the ethical thing is if someone is like nearing the end of their life and they say this is how I want to proceed like yes turn them but then that's not fun if everyone that I'm hanging out with is 90 and I'm <laughs> yeah mm. so that's a tough question yeah well I mean Edward Edward was 17 and dying of the Spanish influenza yeah mm-hmm. so that is what Carlisle did yeah. it seems that you align with Dr. Carlisle Cullen, morally and ethically. I, the, guy <laughs> wearing, every the guy wearing a lot of makeup. <laughs> um, Carlisle Cullen sounds like he works for my parents' financial planner. Well, I think that's funny because one of, one of the, I don't remember which one of these people sitting next to me said it, but they referred to him as the doctor dad, mm. which made me, <laughs> <laughs> which made me think of your dad. Mm. I think like the first thought I had with, you saying like oh would you turn your friends into vampires like my first impulse would be like if anyone wants to get turned into a vampire I'll yeah turn right a vampire. but then my second thought was like wait a minute all of my friends have their own friends and families who they probably wouldn't want right. to outlive and so people would come to me like can you turn all of my friends and, fa-? and like so, mm-hmm. i it mean exponential like growth exponential growth everybody in the world is a vampire within like eight days but think about your downline <laughs> uh-huh. I I am the boss babe of all the undead kingdom. (laughs) But like, it's, I, it's like kind of the lottery winners dilemma, right? Where like, if people know you won the lottery, they're all coming to you asking for money. And it's like, you don't really have like moral grounds to say no. Okay. That's a really great comparison. Mm. I hadn't thought about it like that, but Mm. I do have in my mind like I've thought about this a bajillion times, like what I would do if I won the lottery. Okay. I've never bought a lottery ticket. Um, <laughs> what would you do? Sorry, this is off topic. No, but, but like I, I have, in my mind, I have like always had it planned. Like, oh, okay. Like I know that if I win the lottery, um, pay off debts, set up college funds for siblings, um, just like pay off a bunch of stuff, like drop cash at people, mm. like for major things Bridget would get a screen printer uh we talked about that (laughs) um but I also know that I would like would not not only is it gauche but it's not like a great idea to tell everyone like post Mm. on Facebook here I have 60 million dollars right yeah I think and I know that my approach there would be okay there is a change in my life here is my change to with like very, like very close people in my life. I would be like, hello, here is my reality. Mm. You may choose to partake in how much of it as <laughs> mm. you wish, which oh, I wow. think is like very particular, like mm. very relatable to this. Like that. Yeah. yeah. I think I would have to have a lot of one-on-one conversations oh, with the people oh. in my life. Like I oh, would just want to be like, ah, sick vampire powers. It'd have to be like my 
fear is of course <laughs> somewhat like anyone in my life being like oh my god that rules turn me right now and i'd be like mm, no 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 i really want you yeah. to think this through yeah and anyone <laughs> who would react like that i'd be i'd be like are you gonna start killing people and then i'm gonna mm-hmm. feel bad yeah and then <laughs> i am like, on my yeah i'm the asshole that put the killer into the um, world morgan would you turn me into a vampire to hang out with me forever <laughs> am i definitely a vampire yes Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely not. And you, do you want to be a vampire? That's not what I ask. Would you want me around forever? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> if I asked okay, you to turn me into expecting. a vampire, would you turn me into a vampire? Yeah. Oh, yeah. thanks. Yeah. If you, yeah, I think if anyone, yeah, I would tell people in my life that I was a vampire that, but I'd be like, we need to keep this a secret. Like, like if anyone yeah. came up to me. That was like my friend mm-hmm. and asked me like I really want to be a vampire. Can you turn me? Yeah, I would like want I feel like a to dick have, to like, say no. Yeah, I would. I would just say like, listen, if you guys want to be a vampire, like you have to like tell me what you've thought through. Yeah, for sure, just so that I can feel totally and low about key. It. I feel like I wouldn't want to do more than one person a year because I'd want to like yes help them space it out yeah because like making a bunch of new vampires feels you want like friends of all trouble. ages honestly <laughs> okay so this gets down into the nitty-gritty mm. of like how do vampires work but mm. like if their brains cannot evolve and grow mm. much like okay well let's knock out a bunch of therapy <laughs> oh true true just in case uh you know like <laughs> yeah and then that means like, that there's a minimum age of like 25 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's because you can't get no, in, I can't, fucking high schoolers. You can't get into bars <laughs> when you're younger. <laughs> or and rent a, a car. Yes, you or can't rent a car. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's eternal life and no being able to rent a car to go to her. Like spouse <laughs> gets first crack, right? <laughs> like spouse, the person that mm. one is married to should get the first shot. Yeah, and oh, then yeah, I, same. I have thought about this a lot. I think once a year is exactly the right frequency because then if it turns out that all your friends did want to be vampires, you'd still be like within a reasonable yeah. same age friend group. Yeah, but sure. you would have really had people like take some time to think about it. Yeah. yeah. What if I have a hundred friends? That's a hundred years. Well, rank them. Rank them. Rank them. The D-listers well, ain't yeah. making yeah. it to gonna, eternity. I, mean, I don't know what to tell you. The person I like the most, <laughs> you start with I think is the most fun to hang out with. Yeah. I do want to talk about the movie a bit more mm, because there's something we we pointed out uh, during it that I, I thought would be poignant to, to, to talk about. The stare down between the natives slash werewolves mm. oh, and yeah. the vampires. Yeah. And how like when we, we noted every time Edward like yeah. stares them down. We know it's because, oh, vampire versus Canonically, werewolves. there is a logical reason for this to be they, happening. But I do not explain this in the show, and it just looks like... Yeah. yeah. And it <laughs> just looks like Edward's racist. Yeah, if you don't know the context, it's like, why is he... Every is time he, he passes so a Native American person, he glares at them. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, when we got to the prom scene, and or like right before prom, mm. when Taylor Lautner walks up to her and is talking to her yeah. and mm. then goes away... And he, um, Edward says a line, like, where he quips about wolves descending. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, it clicked for me that no one had explained to anyone in world that they were werewolves. And that we were just <laughs> yeah. like, 
it, the story makes no sense. It's yeah. profoundly racist in a new way. Yeah, yeah. it, it yeah. uses, it presumes that the audience knows that Jacob is a werewolf or Which is going audience, to become one. Yeah, they're going to do like that. But like, yeah, out of like, com- yeah, they're seeding. Yeah, they're seeding it. I do think I, if it were to stand on its own as a movie, it should have My question earlier yes. when I was like, is there anything that if you don't know about the books <laughs> makes the films make absolutely no sense? Okay, I would yeah. posit. Sorry, all the thing. werewolf stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Edward being like, uh, I'm not going to go to that beach. Yeah. Like, it's so busy. It's... That beach is so crowded. <laughs> Cut to beach. Empty. <laughs> Jacob seeds the idea of werewolves just from like this one tale of like his tribe was descended from wolves, mm. which is not clear. Yeah, and again, like it, it relies on the genre savviness of the viewer to be like, right. yeah, okay, he's a werewolf. And also you wouldn't like, be saying that if he wasn't a werewolf. And also it... it, it <laughs> If you're not savvy that it's werewolves, then it just comes off as <laughs> Stephanie Meyer, a Mormon white woman, <laughs> writing a fake background story of yeah. a native tribe. Which she did. Yes. Which is like, okay, yeah, wolves, sure. You know? Yeah, and it is also very like, they turn into animals. Yeah, they're yeah, descended very from animals. Mm. Okay. There's a lot of stuff that, like, truly, when we when i said when we do the next one um i am going to want to do a lot of like i'm going to end up doing a lot of background research into Mm. like the real people who are there and what they have said and like what they like and what they don't like don't quote me on this but i think that the tribe that the one in the movies and books are based on have put out a documentary Oh, oh hell yeah. I don't don't quote me on that. Oh, I think I, I just may so. have seen a Kickstarter years ago for okay. it. And I I imagine it would be the kind of thing that got funded, oh, hopefully. But that sounds so if good. it exists, I yeah. want to see it. We we yeah. can for sure do our research. Cause also I think I've only seen New Moon the one time. I, I think I don't remember the middle two movies at all. Mm. I remember the last two movies. Yeah. And I will say the last two movies are insane. <laughs> I a controversial thing I I will say. I'm team Jacob. Oh, no, absolutely. Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I always have been, always will be. No, absolutely. I mean, so far, yeah. I am. Well, yeah. I mean, he doesn't do much in the first movie. So I feel like a first regular movie, boy. And then mm. Which is years, all fucking take. <laughs> yeah. the bar's years, low. years later, mm. I saw the last, absolute last mm. movie, which is like a part two. Yeah. Right. And and it was because my, my sister-in-law wanted to watch it with me mm-hmm. and it had just come out. So we mm-hmm. watched it together and I was like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> and like, pe- you know, people's heads were actually getting ripped oh, off and they were so rolling. And I was oh, like, wait. and I was like, doesn't know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, com- what you're paired yeah. to the first movie. <laughs> yes. I was like, yippee motherfucker. Yeah. Is it if it's going to be mega vampire fights every movie, let's do it. Yeah. Book four, I was like, holy shit. That's that's a awesome. Awesome. I was like, handguns in the air. Uh, and then the cop out that they do, yeah. I was like, I was, I've As never been angry with the and heard none of them. <laughs> like, just lightly dissociated for a second and came back to Hannah being like, Bridget doesn't know. No, your brain protected you from Twilight spoilers. Yeah. God bless. Um, so I, I the one thing your brain did right. <laughs> Can I ask about Jasper real quick? Oh, yes. Please. What about him? So they don't really go into him. Oh, not at, you not in this his whole deal immediately. <laughs> Uh, you don't immediately see. Here's why this guy well, so is like that. Are you are you referring to his canonical backstory? <laughs> yeah, like what I well I don't really remember. It's, he's a any. Confederate soldier. 
I did not. He know was that. a Confederate soldier, much okay. like Damon. So what I like remember is it's not handled well because it's not handled from the last movie. Which uh-huh. was, like I'm just getting bits and pieces of okay. context. Like is is he an empath? <laughs> oh wow! Oh man! No, oh, no, man, he, oh, he Loki is though. I think they're in a sense. <laughs> like is he like so upset all the time because he's just like feeling everybody's feelings? He's feeling I think yes. Pain. He feels people's emotions and I think that he has the power on some level to control people's emotions, which is a fucked up and interesting power that is yeah. I think a little underutilized, but I think there are certain points in the books where Bella's like are you calming me down right now? And it like remads <gasps> oh, her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I no, forgot yeah. that. Okay, yeah. So his power is listed as pathokinesis which is to sense and manipulate the emotions of people around him mm. yeah 100 percent. you were right mm. um and edward describes it as a subtle ability mm. and at one point in the books he calms her down so much she falls asleep <laughs> no it is like a it's like an interesting vampire power because yeah. like the yeah. way it's portrayed is people will notice mid-scene like wait i'm not feeling the way that i think i should be yeah. feeling is this guy using his powers on me am, am i right in that the only ones without it's, special it's magic powers scary. are Rosalie, Emmett, Carlisle, and Esme. I think so, but don't quote me on that. Okay. One or I two of those guys like, might have power. Mm. Power couples. <laughs> our unpowered um, couples. One that genuinely in the books I so fucking loved. Ugh, I mean, this is like spoilers, but also these have been out so long. When Bella becomes a vampire, wh- how that translates, mm. how her personality and life translates into her vampireness. I do I genuinely loved that. Speak on it. No. Okay. <laughs> I I actually have more comparisons between Ooh. the vampire diaries. Yeah, throw it out there. Hit me. The first one is Edward's vampire journals. <laughs> Versus yes. Stefan's vampire yeah. journals. She said, whoa, a hundred years of journals. And he was like, don't read them. They're boring. <laughs> <laughs> this this one's more of an observation. Yeah, like Edward's like, you're going to die of boredom reading mine. Whereas like Stefan's is like, don't read mine. It has my dark secrets of yeah. me murdering people. Whereas Edward's like, I'm such a normal guy. I've been in high school for so long. It's all literally <laughs> dear diary, rained again, went to chemistry. Yeah. Like, and then Stefan's an like, dear diary, I killed Elena and Jeremy's great great yeah. grandpa. <laughs> Here's how tortured I am, 24 7. Yeah, dear diary, the this doppelganger is back and I killed a village. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> um, this did remind me of the diploma wall piece or the um, yes. graduation piece that yeah. was what i found in the books that was a, a piece of the that movie. is deranged i love it no one should go to that much high school or college <laughs> yeah it I looks mean, nice in a modern art kind of way vampires go to college to get more knowledge <laughs> werewolves go to boys jupiter go to, to jupiter to get- to <laughs> yes another observation i made mm. was how um bella versus elena Mm. like how they acted towards like their lives outside of the men they're dating yeah Yeah. whereas like elena was much more adamant about having a normal life Mm. outside like like in terms of um the desperate to be swallowed up by him Yes. yes but also like like when the antagonist is finally introduced and there's like you know she has to leave Mm. right and Edward is obsessed with like just like hiding her away and protecting her. Mm. Um, and I realize like 
with Elena, she absolutely refused Stefan to mm. hide. She's like, I'm going to go to fucking school. What are you <laughs> fucking talking about? Yeah. Klaus can eat my ass. Yeah, which is yeah. not a smart choice. But I do take your point that it is like the opposite reaction. Bella, like, she's like, yeah, okay, you got a plan. I'll go there along with it. There is a similar... Okay, so a- as characters like Ed- Edward and Stefan are very similar characters, mm. Bella and Elena are very similar characters... Uh, it is like has been. I would say that Bella and Elena are pretty different. I think Bella and Elena are <laughs> hyper similar. I, I think they're um, two sides of the same coin. Pretty, they're analogous colors. They're next to each other on the wheel. I think that Elena is like for a teenage girl, pretty well adjusted. Yes, and Bella is a teenage girl who like desperately needs to be on some sort of medication but her parents like <laughs> don't know about therapy okay yet. that's like fair. okay like the down-to-earthedness for mm. elena is seems to be rooted in actual maturity whereas the down-to-earthedness for bella's is rooted in not like other girlsism. yeah like yeah elaine like elena has kind of had to raise herself a little bit in a way where like she know like she like hosts dinner parties for her friends she like yeah. goes out she does things Bella is one of those kids that adults are like, oh, she's like wise beyond her years, but it's like code for this bitch is so dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> like she's she has clinical depression. Elena doesn't act like I'm different from other girls. Yeah. She when she stops cheerleading, it is truly because like her parents just died yeah. and like yeah. depression sets in and you're not um into the things you were into. Yeah. 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 And yeah, she never pretends to be both? not like other girls. Yeah. Bella and yeah, yeah, Elena both. Elena's do the thing mm. that drives me most nuts in plots, which is all of the powerful people are around you are saying, don't do this thing and endanger yourself. And then they do it. <laughs> I mean, then yeah. there's no vampire. Yeah. And then there's no plot. And I will say also like I Elena. Elena, I think. Like, I think part of the function of the Vampire Diaries being a show with, like, more of an ensemble cast, like, you find, like, Caroline is, like, dating people and you care about that. Other people are, like, dating and falling in love. So there's less of this, like, our bond is the one bond. Like, they're definitely (laughs) the main couple. But Bella sort of, like, offhandedly pairs off her friends. And it's kind of shown in this way of, like, their shallow teenage relationships versus her true love. There's also, like, a profoundly mm. Mormon... Yeah. view of relationships in the books where it's like when two people get together they're mm-hmm. together forever yeah click they've they've courted and now it's done <laughs> um either like everyone's either already paired off or single and waiting for her for sure or um anytime someone tries to date um they are actually uh gonna actually date the person they're gonna be with forever yeah like, it's mm-hmm. yeah in in the vampire diaries people are allowed to date Yes. More than one person. Yeah. It has a more yeah. modern sensibility about dating. Yeah. Yeah. And actual sex. <laughs> yes. Yeah. People are allowed to fuck. Yeah. People people have sex and it's like significant, but not like the thing you build up to for four books and has to be done after marriage. And yeah. also it like kind of immediately you get pregnant and die. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, uh, a vampire baby eats its way out of you and you hear your spine break. As it eats its way out of you. Literally, I fucking the (laughs) last wait wait. Twilight just got really cool. There's there's some fucking raw metal shit in Twilight. Even in this, when they dismember him and burn him in the ballet studio pyre. Okay, yeah, that was cool. There's like, and that like continues where it'll be like do 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 murder death dismemberment. The 
last book genuinely kicks ass. Like, yeah. there's so there's much There's, like, a crazy vampire shit. X-Men fight. They, like, have a big courtly intrigue. Like, they're, they're no, amassing... So I'm sorry. They amass two armies. And okay. most of the book is them amassing two supernatural armies. I like how you said stop. And Elle's like, no. <laughs> Elle did say no. No, because, uh, like... Because imagine... Imagine me specifically reading that book as a middle schooler. I was losing my mind. Wait, sorry. Uh, Bridget, what? I just said Elle is doing, I know Elle is doing so many spoilers, but I can't keep track of them. Thank you. (laughs) The The thing that I'm trying to avoid is that there's in the last movie and the last book, there's one major, major difference. Mm. And I'm trying to hold that yes, back. Yes, definitely. Yeah, hold it back because if I can hold mm. in all eight seasons of Vampire Diaries. Yes. No, I, you're so right. I'm you could do you it. could do this for me. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm okay. sorry. I Elle's might not. be. <laughs> Everyone so, forget what I just said. There's there's <laughs> there's one last one. thing <laughs> I want to point out that I thought of here this is not a comparison mm. this is a question i have about kind of a plot hole for me okay what's the point of alice's vision of the <laughs> ballet studio mm. because the guy just calls her up and goes like meet me at your old ballet studio i think the point <laughs> is to help the rest of them know where to go once she had yeah. fucked off to die okay because like so I think it was it, it ended it up was, helping yeah team vampire mm. and not team evil vampire because they knew where it was gonna end up the the, the story glue is not strong for me yeah there. i my and this is with a little reading between the lines i guess that he didn't want to lure her back to her mom's house because he was like well the other vampires will know to look there so he okay. was like yeah. okay another location that'll be empty and then he finds the address in her house it's like if you look in the back of the shot you can see like a picture of her in her old tutu so it's like maybe the address was around it definitely is in the movie kind of just like and eh, just go with it i think in the books it's like alice gets the vision a little earlier on so it's more like spooky foreshadowing she sees mirrors and death what's gonna happen to bella what's yeah. gonna happen mm. okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> I guess you've convinced me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. You don't have to be won over. You, I, I, I acknowledge Twilight is not like it has many flaws. It's yeah. an excuse. Yeah, like sure. <laughs> yeah, there have been bigger plot holes, but there have been tighter plots. Anyone have anything else about the movie they'd like to? I have a couple of quotes I'd like mm, to share. Thank okay, God, yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. And I'm going to let you know these hit me in every which direction. Okay. So this will be a real roller coaster for us all. Uh, quote, foster dad slash matchmaker. Yep. Terrifying title. Go on. Great. Yep. <laughs> what if I'm not the hero? What if I'm the bad guy? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We yelled, um, we yelled at him for that. Distract me so I don't turn around. Yeah, no, I really hate that. Really hate that part. Yeah, yeah. And finally, yeah, Claire de Lune is great. Yeah! <laughs> okay, what about the bit about the chinchilla droppings that she used to make oh, a Oh, that rain was so oh, weird. Oh I wrote that down. I wrote, yeah, Bella made rain sticks out of chinchilla droppings and paper towel. Which I guess was like, a, like and just, she, her mom's she saw a hippie. rain stick in his room and she was like, haha, I used to do the same thing. I, they're <laughs> both totally the same. so weird and awkward. One so for fucking one. weird. One yeah. weird that he has a rain. Uh, he's rain just stick. got a rain stick in yeah. his room. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, I do like that that means that he sits on that duvet and just yes. goes, Shh. Oh, I mean, guys, 
He's into ASMR, I guess. Absolutely grew up around homes that just had a rain stick on hand. Just staring, staring blankly. (laughs) Yes, that's what you do when you have a rain stick on hand, as I know, because I've often had access to a rain stick. I have to shout out some of my favorite clips. Um, Do we even know if she's Italian? When they're (laughs) making. fellow italian food the vampires they put on like a cooking tutorial because they don't eat and they're trying to be culturally sensitive to their son's human girlfriend uh who does eat (laughs) there is this is the skin of a killer bella obviously yeah that's that's when i wrote down (laughs) as he's like in fenty body lava (laughs) sparkling is not the skin of a killer I'm so yes, I, I think I, I shouted it out. It's the skin of a drag queen. <laughs> Strippers are good. killers. <laughs> yeah, I love the movie Hustlers. <laughs> Hold on, Spider Monkey. Yeah, Spider Monkey is so classic. Oh, um, what was it? Not Bella Bella did a Jeremy. <laughs> like like just like oh, yeah, binging just like all of the yeah. vampires. Yeah, she's going through like images of um, vampires. Every time Edward said the word "googled," though, it sounded like Christopher Walken saying "googly eyes" on SNL. Like, oh yeah, this was he did not have any formal training for an American accent before this movie. Robert Pattinson? Yeah. Wow. Right? He did pretty good, all things considered. Yeah, truly. And I think it really helps because um, his character is so fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. only speaks like this? Like, <laughs> only like, like um, I don't even. This weird sort of enunciated like, earnestness. <laughs> uh, another good quote. Uh, I don't like the rain. It's Any like cold wet, wet thing. It's cold wet. And, and then he, he starts giggling because he's like, "I'm a cold wet. Thing. I'm a cold wet. I'm like a, if, I'm like a dog nose all over. Oh my god, awful, terrible. <laughs> La push baby. That was another good one. La push baby. La push baby. La push baby. <laughs> I like watching you sleep. Yeah, was another. Just... I do think another thing that did make Twilight stick is that it's it's not generic. Like it. Oh no. It yeah. hits a lot of typical like. YA supernatural romance beats, but it's just got enough like weird eccentricities that makes it memorable where a lot of other things are less memorable. Yeah. Bridge, what were you going to say? Um, I, the thing that I wrote right after the, where I wrote, God bless this fucking edible. (laughs) It just says, this is so horny. Why is she so horny for tiny Tim? She's so horny to tiny Tim. (laughs) And this was, the scene is tiny too. Edward, I it's the scene where he's like <laughs> bouncing around in a tree in his coat and he's like so sallow oh. and he looks like <laughs> he does like he's like crouching like a bat. So like, when we saw that, we said it was more like crouching tiger hidden dragon. Oh, yeah, because they're doing the like the mm. big jumps that are like. Yeah. yeah, very different experiences. I think we had. I mean, Tiny Tim was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> yeah, I wrote he's climbing around in a tree, looking sickly in a Dickensian coat. And uh, yeah, he pointed out to me that it was just a pea coat. Yeah, it's just a pea coat. Oh, okay. It did. I from what I remember, like. I don't know if this is actually true, but what I remember mm. is that this movie single-handedly brought peacoats back. I believe that. I remember <laughs> there also right. being a Robert Pattinson interview quote from the time. Oh, yes. Yeah, where he was like, yeah, and um, my shirt collars all had like a piece of wire in them so they could be like perfectly disheveled on camera, which I thought yeah. he said, which I thought was so insufferable. Yeah. Like- <laughs> 
there oh man one thing that's gonna be really fun to drop in the group chat for y'all later is all the interviews where uh, robert pattinson is shitting on the movie because he is just like a weird art actor and he became a teen heartthrob yeah, yeah. and yeah and of course the reaction to the movie mm. was so outsized and yeah uncomfortable for its stars mm. who did not necessarily want that reaction yeah (laughs) i i will say that i enjoyed the fact that this movie was like weird artsy yes me too recently i saw the uh i rewatched the original texas chainsaw massacre which was like no budget and it was like this kind of reminded me of it yeah and like with the experimentally blue filters it had a lot of off-kilter angles like just weird yeah yeah weird camera angles Mm. like just lingering it it really did build an atmosphere well yeah yeah Yeah. i think can i just like i do not have to tell this whole story everyone on this podcast has heard it but i do have to Mm acknowledge yeah that when this film first came out it was a little bit after i just turned 13 it was like a couple weeks Mm. and my mom took me to see it and it was just my mom and it was a big deal because there were two small kids at home so the fact that it was just me going to the movies with her and like a special day we're gonna see twilight and i had made her read the book um (laughs) and uh we go see the movie it's great we're driving back we pull into the, this is so unrelated. We pull into the parking lot outside of the townhouse mm. and a police officer in a SWAT vest comes up to the window and tells us not to get out of the car because we'll be in the line of fire. <laughs> <laughs> and what had happened was, okay, yep. <laughs> what had happened was, is that there was a light hostage situation happening light. at the house, like, on the other side of our neighbor. So like our house, neighbor house, the house. Two houses down. Yeah. Thank mm. you. That's what it is. Sorry. Um, <laughs> anyway, we were trapped in that car for a little bit because they wouldn't let us get out. Oh my um, God. I was 13. I had so to, fucking I was wild. so full of movie theater coke <gasps> pee. No. And I like had to pee so bad, but I was so excited. Like I was like, mom, I know this is like kind of like fucked up. I didn't say that, but uh, <laughs> mom, I know this is fucked up, but like, this is really exciting. And she was like, yes, you're a teenager. Um, <laughs> and, but for her, it was getting urgent because my uh, baby sibling was still nursing. And so like, she had basically that baby's food strapped to her and we had to get inside. But it was um, a very high adrenaline event that I always have tied to this movie in my mind. It ended in tear gas, but I... Uh, <laughs> Usually, people are like, it ended in tears. It ended tear in tear gas. Tear gas. Oh my God. Um, everyone was totally fine. Mm. Um, no one was hurt, but it was very... It was... Just like I left that movie and went into a different movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I just imagine yeah, like damn. you and your mom like putting <laughs> the seats all the way down to hide in the car and just kind of like curling up on your sides and just like talking about what you thought of the movie while like <laughs> yeah, the SWAT team was I like, did oh. keep talking about the movie. The, the, the main like like unbearably cinematic thing that was happening at that time though mm. was that the like streetlight outside our house was like kind of like wonky so it would like flicker in and out right so like i would be 
staring at one of the bushes like the main guy's like knocking at the door and yelling at the people trying to be like hey like we just want to talk blah 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 blah. i've got us i'm on the swat team um and i'm like staring at like the bushes that like this is like outside my house these are bushes that i've like played in as a child i'm seeing like the light flicker on the light flickers off the light flickers on again there is a guy with a gun trained on the house she standing is. there totally still like in a full vest like full like i don't know if it's a sniper i don't know guns <laughs> but um but like like a full gun trained on the front so door wild and then like i'm like staring at this guy and then the fl- light flickers oh. out and then it flickers back on and he's like <gasps> not there anymore like it was ah, just like so, so crazy ah. how every time the light flickered it seems like there was someone with a weapon like a in a different position. Image. Oh my god, that is cinematic. I know you it said it, but it was crazy. Wow. Damn. Crazy. No, thank you for telling that. Yeah. Because like, huh. <laughs> That's your traumatic story for the Yeah. <laughs> I had a pretty nice time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's someone's traumatic story. It is, yeah. It is someone's, yeah. I no one no one got hurt and it was <laughs> people are fine. And it was just mm. kind of a lot. Yes. <laughs> it was just more of like a, a procedural dramatic a thing. To do. <laughs> it was a big to do. Mm. We've all got weird yeah. connections yeah. to this Twilight mm-hmm. movie. Yes. Yes. Some people have stalkers and some people have SWAT teams. Stalkers and SWAT teams. Don't Wait, don't we all has a stalker but me. Okay. That's <laughs> fine. Da, 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 Are you jealous? Now I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I can we do you want to trade? No. <laughs> no. Okay. And this has been Wait, before we wrap up. <laughs> sorry, shout out to Anna Kendrick and all the Bella's high school friends. Anna now I'm done. So good. Now in I'm this. done. Anna okay. Kendrick is yeah. the only one that's actually doing regular acting in this. <laughs> True. Yeah, she was doing great. And I did. All of her other high school friends did feel like real high schoolers to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, that was right. that was the one thing I had to say. Okay. Now I'm done. Oh, and her, Bella's dad is hot. Now I'm done. Oh, he's yeah. 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 yeah you're, ever, was, everyone can agree. That was yeah. my childhood introduction yeah. to like. <laughs> oh. He. Like, Maybe oh, Edwards are going to be hot. Edward's a boy, but this is a man. Yes. <laughs> he had mustaches, huh? <laughs> Thick eyebrows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this has been the Vampire, Vampire Journals <laughs> Christmas holidays special. Happy holidays. Jingle Happy bells. holidays. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling. Twilight jingling. <laughs> You're going to kill Bridget. <laughs> so sorry. Um, I was just thinking about how much I'm looking forward to getting back to the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> yeah. From this content. <laughs> yeah. You got exposed to vampire dynamics you like even less than Vampire Diaries. <laughs> and it showed you what yeah. you're missing. Do you know what? This, I mean, we're coming up to two hours. Mm. And there's nothing that we recorded that I feel like would be in our outtakes. Really? We're just doing an unedited uh, two hours. Like, I mean, why not? I, why not? I can't agree. But I do. Think, <laughs> I can remember a couple things that I would feel comfortable that I said if you cut out. Um, but you let me know. Okay. <laughs> and I'll cut it out. You never do. It's like that drug drawer challenge. If you can't tell Morgan what they are, then they stay in. <laughs> yeah. That's not the junk drawer challenge. Well, it's like a, a reverse junk drawer challenge. <laughs> metaphor doesn't it's like you're sort of conmarring in the edit room. Like if a if a bit doesn't bring you joy. Mm, yeah. Love it. Uh-huh. In the trash. See, Bridget, that's how it's done. <laughs>
<laughs> but it could not bring you joy because you want to delete it because it's embarrassing. I'm very jealous and I'm going to go leave and try to I'm join you. so much higher than I meant to be. Oh, I, no. Because I was... I was eating this chocolate and I was like, wow, this tastes so good. I hate it I when weed like, candy is good because yeah. then I want to eat all of it, but that it hurts. So, Bridget, you've been an absolute joy. Yes. I'm going to go like, home and try to join you on the astral plane. <laughs> can you, can you um, hey, guys, follow me on Instagram at Galaxy Brain Design, please. Yes. Yes. It's very good. And I guess what I'll do mm-hmm. is I will publish this the full two hours. Oh, God. Unbroken. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> And people are asking for this, Hannah. Yeah, people are asking for more. Unedited? Like seven. People want us uncut? Sorry. (laughs) People are like, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) In our Apple reviews, people are legit like, why are the episodes so short? No, they are not. Yes, they are. Are you kidding me? People want us. They're the same length as the episodes of television. Hannah, people want us long and raw. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, you don't. Never apologize for being you. This can't be true. I'm going to have to go look these up right now because I don't believe it. So, listener, uh, instead of um, Christmas, we will not be posting any outtakes. Um, We will come back again for season three of The Vampire Diaries Mm. in February. Similar to last year, we took January break. Mm. Don't worry. We will be back. We'll be back. We'll see you in the new year. I'll be back then. We'll see you February 2023. (laughs) I'll be Debussy. Debussy. That's another thing I can't believe. Well, no, we mentioned it. Debussy. I love Debussy. I I could just end it on that. (laughs) I love Debussy. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the Vampire Journals. To support us, you can subscribe, share, and visit our website, journalspodcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at journalspodcast. <laughs> oh, I'm going to hit you with my karate, mister. I really can't stay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be able to. Because you're like, um, c- c- cold. <laughs> there we go. So good. <laughs> um, is Bridget dead? Oh, I can't hear you. I can't. Stop winking at me. I literally can't hear you. <laughs> I have no idea what you said, and then you winked. <laughs> Vampires roasting in a studio. That's nothing. Where Bella used to do ballet. <laughs> I still don't think that's anything. I think that's pretty good. Edward, baby, slip a Bella under the tree for me. <laughs> Bella's also good girl. Oh, baby. <laughs> so hurry up the mountain tonight. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Of all the blood you've missed, think of all the vampires that I haven't kissed. Next year I could be twice as good. If you ever figure out a mic, Bridget. <laughs> I really can't stay. But baby, you're in my room at night. <laughs> I've got to go, but baby, you watch me sleep. (laughs) 
this evening has been hey, who the hell let you in <laughs> so nice and warm my dad's got a shotgun he'll do you harm harm <laughs> Bridget, I hope you never figure out your mic. I'm having fun. 